Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about. Okay, it appears that my intro just went out, but welcome to the show. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Um, if you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on 480 East picture and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. Um, fellas, are you on the phone? Yes, we are. We are. Hi. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. <laughs> Hi, Terry. How are you? I am well. It's Tony. How are you? Hi, Tony. And Rob. And that's Rob, Rob so I know who's who. Okay, well, welcome to the show. Um, before I get started, uh, fellas, I just wanted to mention um, today that we learned um, guitarist Ronnie Jordan passed away, and um, we just want to send out our condolences to his family. Had you not heard that? No, I didn't hear that. No, I haven't really been on the net today. Yeah, um, yes, yes, yeah. Had you guys worked with him? No, we never did, but I have to say he was, I mean, his his early kind of acid jazz records were one of the big uh, influences us, on us when we were starting uh, with the 480s project, just that Rebirth of oh. Cool kind of stuff. I love the, those those uh, first handful of records of his. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, gosh, we lost so many great artists, you know, in the past few months uh, with George Duke and um, Ricky Lawson and now Ronnie Jordan. So, again, we just want to send out our condolences to Ronnie's family and keep them lifted up in prayer. So now let me give 480 East a proper introduction. <laughs> 480, <laughs> 480 East is a Canadian electro jazz ensemble from Toronto with Rob, is it Dee Boyer? DeBoer. DeBoer. Okay, He's, he plays keyboards, bass, and guitar, and Tony Grace plays percussion. They have released a new CD called Biblioteca, and it's a digital-only release designed exclusively for Europe. Now, why is that? Well, uh, maybe it ties into the, 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 you know, Ronnie's influence on us. That's, that's where we started. That was our market. We, our first record, the album, we put out... In England, we weren't we weren't even aware of the smooth jazz uh, scene in the in the states, and it was only by fluke that I got over to uh, WCD 109 in New York in ninety in the I guess the winter of ninety seven, okay. and uh, and it went number one for a couple of months there, and that's what started the whole uh, push in the United States, and why we that was where all the records sort of yeah that, the whole that, that shifted our focus uh, to the to the U S for sure, and we kind of always intended to get back and, and push more in, in uh, Europe and the UK, but it was never, uh, there was always so much else going on. But now we're, we're trying to make a, con- a more concerted effort to expand our, our listenership over there. So, yeah, this cup is just a, you know, it's a, it's a selection of tunes that I think are geared uh, more to that aesthetic. And uh, it also includes a remix of the uh, track Je Pense à Toi, which right. is, very kind of French. What do we call it? The French kiss. The mix? French kiss mix. So <laughs> we're going for our some Parisian fans, obviously. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that's um, that's an iTunes uh, iTunes only release for Europe. So that's what was sort of something to help us get back into that um, market. 
Oh, I, okay. All right, so Rob, let's start with some history on 480 East. How did you guys meet, and how did you guys get the group started? Shall I, Rob? Okay. Oh, no, she asked me, Tony. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to put boiling in the studio here. Uh, funnily enough, we're actually working on some live, uh, we're listening to a bunch of live recordings from our tours, summer tours in the last five years or so. And uh, Yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're just mixing some... Uh, some stuff for a live record that we're going to be putting out in the next, uh, hopefully the next month or so. But anyways, to your question, history. Right. Man, it's, it's hard to remember that far back. Tony and I have been working together since 1991. Yeah. Uh, didn't start 480 East until until 97 when the first record came out, but we were we, we had already been working together a long time producing all kinds of other music, pop music and, and R&B, soul, and a lot of dance music through the 90s. We were doing a lot of dance music, Terry, and uh, that's sort of where we started to make a living, sort of, in a way, in, in the business. That was the beginnings mm -hmm. of paid for production work. Right. So we were doing a lot of cutting our teeth, doing a lot of remixes for Canadian artists here, uh, getting them on rhythmic radio or dance radio. And um, uh, The 480 East started out uh, as a side project, basically, for us to have some fun, because we, <laughs> we were working so much doing uh, dance and pop production for other artists, and, and it was a way for us to kind of cut loose and just make some fun tracks, sort of anything goes kind of stuff. And that, yeah, and what... Rob and I always did jazz in the past. <laughs> we always liked that, you know, we always liked jazz music or jazz, contemporary jazz or... Hyphenated jazz. Hyphenated jazz, that's right. And uh, plus the idea of combining, uh, you know, synthesizers and samplers and, uh, you know, the modern technology to that kind of aesthetic seemed like a, an interesting... Uh, uh, idea and that's why you know it seemed like a natural fit for us because we're already doing a lot of that in the dance world and and pop world so okay. uh, that's how it got started and that's how we uh, so Rob and I actually we didn't met. actually answer how we met that was the original oh question. yeah okay in the prison <laughs> no, we, uh, no it, it's not a, not a, a earth shatteringly interesting story it was just a, through a mutual friend a singer yeah uh, that was that Tony happened to run into and was working on a track and. He mentioned to her that he was looking for a uh, keyboard player, and she recommended me, and we and got then, together. Yeah, and, and the next session, it. Rob came in, and then he never, never went left. away. Ah. So there you go. Okay. Now, is is the name 480 East, is that a highway, a byway? Uh, what is that? The address of our studio, that our first sort of real proper studio in Toronto here on Richmond Street, okay. right at Berkeley and Richmond, and the address was 480 Richmond Street East. And we were... Uh, the, that um, that you know the UK release of our first album uh, when we sent it over in the FedEx pack we had no we didn't know what we were calling it right? it was instrumental music we didn't have names yeah. for the songs we didn't have names and, for the band and Jeff in England was like okay well you got to call something so he came up with this idea of 480 East and just got rid of the Richmond Street and and we had to send the thing out so we said, <laughs> it okay sort of fine a, yeah it was like a Friday <laughs> afternoon you know everyone wanted to go home here go take it fine I, I love it but it's great nobody knows I mean you know this story is kind of on the public record now but I mean, people still think it's a, uh, you know, there is a 480 East running through uh, 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 Cincinnati or Ohio. We've been on one in Ohio. So, so a lot of the fans have uh, asked us the same question. They think we're referring to a highway, but it's actually a modified version of our studio address back in Toronto. And how long, how long have you guys been in Canada? Uh, I was born and raised. Rob actually uh, is uh, was born in Baltimore, right? I was born in Baltimore, uh, but uh, my parents were just down there. Uh, temporarily, they were both Canadian, but they, uh, my dad was studying down there, so I was uh, lucky enough to get uh, my U.S. citizenship, uh, and then moved back to Canada when I was just a year old. So 
Yeah, well, I've, I've been here all my life, too. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, um, Tony, uh, you guys have a vast catalog of music. Um, was it easy or hard to pick, choose songs for, from that catalog to, for this collection? Yeah, it always just got bigger and bigger. Oh, well, if we're using that, then we've got to have that one. Or if you're not going to put that in, mm-hmm. this one's got to go in. And so it was always hovering at the you know, 25 track mark, and we had to cull it down to something a little bit more manageable. At least that was the advice we got from Jeff, who will... Uh, was is helping us get this out over there, and he thought that you, you know, keep mentioning Jeff. Do you, Terry, do you know who he's talking about? Jeff Kite. He was a, a sort of former partner of ours that, that we still work with occasionally. But he was uh, he was the one who really got the ball rolling back in the early days of 480 East over in the UK. Yeah. So he's he's helping us out with this European push now. Um, okay, yeah, cool. It, it's always especially with the, it's it's sort of a nebulous thing. What what are the European tracks, right? Like. There's a lot of ways we could put together tracks from our catalog. We could do like a chill compilation. There'd be obvious tunes to go on that. We could do more of a, you know, four on the floor danceable compilation. That'd be obvious. So yeah, it, it was a bit of a, yeah, we didn't obsess over it too much picking these tunes. But uh, and to a certain degree, I sort of let because we we're maybe too close to it. So I let Jeff pick some of them. I mean, his favorites as well as ours. So it was it's a bit of a combination of the three. So that's that's. Um, that's sort of how we came about the track listing. And then we wanted to give it a little something special, so that's when we decided to do a mix on Je Pense Toi and, and make, a little, make it a little bit special, the release. So. I mean, okay. the, the fact is all the, all the material is available. It's digital only, but it's, it's still track by track, so anyone can go and buy any of our tracks. It's, it's a little bit arbitrary to call this a compilation. There's no actual, you know, there's nothing physical tying these tracks together. It's just they happen to be... You know, on the same on the same web page when you're looking at our, on the same iTunes page. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's just a, 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 a stepping stone. It's somewhat stone, curated, right? So if right. someone goes to this comp and hears some tracks they like, then they're going to click around to the other albums and and hopefully get more stuff. So. Got it. Got it. Now um, it's just the two of you, but I'm I'm assuming that you have a band. But who are the um, other musicians that have kind of worked with you guys, you know, not necessarily being a permanent member of the band, but just kind of come in and played in on a set or uh, contributed a song to the CD. We have there. There are a number of uh, there's a number of musicians who have appeared on the records, but it's 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 a fairly small group. You know, we we tend to use the same guys. We use John Stewart to play sax. Uh, we use normally Bryden Baird, uh, who's a fabulous trumpet player. He toured uh, for a few years with Feist. Um, he's uh, he's our go-to guy for trumpet. Uh, and we've had uh, harmonica on a couple of records and couple of uh, tunes. Really, uh, where we use a lot of musicians Carlos. is in the live shows. And I'm, I'm trying to pull up my database here because we have uh, I keep a list of all the musicians who've who've played with us in the live shows. And I think I'm pushing 90 musicians at this point <laughs> wow something oh guys. my goodness like, yeah i'm looking at the list now there's just it, yeah because we you know terry when we're on the east coast we use different guys we're down south different guys right. midwest, midwest guys midwest, florida yeah. guys and it's all it's always different guys right, right. Even, you know th- there's guys that we that we tend to gravitate to but you know still even this past year when we were touring we, we played with with a few guys that we'd never played with before so the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger you know that's right. one of the one of the Really fun things about this uh, about this gig is getting to meet and play with so many great musicians. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm looking, yeah. Look, listen, it's the who's who of of, uh, of smooth jazz uh, sidemen. But on All the right. records, on the 
Yeah, we use uh, standard sort of crew, John on sax, and uh, and uh, I like to play everything myself. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're on a lot of instruments. <laughs> All right, well, um, I want to get into some of the music. Uh, one of the favorites on the CD is After All This Time, and that's what I'm going to start with. Tell me about this one. Huh. Rob? Wow. I think, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what the background was on that track. It really stemmed from that, uh, that's the one with that flute sample in it, right? That, yeah. Uh, and that, that's really what started the whole thing. A lot of times when we're, when we're writing stuff in the studio, sometimes I'll come up with an idea, and, and work it up and bring it to Tony, and sometimes it, it happens the other way. And this, I think, this was one of those tunes where, where Tony was playing around with some samples, including that that kind of trilled flute sample. Yeah, and brought it uh, brought it to me, and, and we and we fleshed it out together. I wish I could say that you know every song starts with a you know perfect direction and absolute you know uh, roadmap of how we're going to get to the end, but it never really ends up that way. It always starts off with ideas that are somewhat you know. Uh, you know, vague, perhaps, and but have a, have a a nice sort of seed of an idea, and then we just go with it. Back and then and when the when the track is finished, we sit down and and decide what it's going to be called, right? So this one had a had kind of a melancholy, wistful, right, uh, feel to it, as do as do a lot of our tunes. I think some of the mm-hmm. some of the deeper cuts. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, the, the the title after all this time just seemed to fit. All right, here is after all this time. Thank 
I like that. That was After All This Time from 480 East, a newest release, Biblioteca. Um, you can find that on their website, 480east.com. Okay, why the name Biblioteca? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? No, we can't hear Yeah, you're breaking you're breaking up. Okay. Um try calling back in and see if that helps. Okay, give us two seconds we're calling right back in. In the meantime I'm going to take a phone call. Um Harold, hold on, area code 416. I am trying to bring you on now. Oh, All right, area code 416. If you are still listening, please call back. And um, I accidentally lost you there. All right, so we got the fellas back. Let's bring them back on. All right, guys, can you hear there me? We there we go. We're go. back. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. That was very All right. strange. Yes. Um, so now I was asking about the title, Biblioteca. Where did that come from? Well, we kind of wanted to have a you know a, a sort of European edge to it, and and the idea of it being sort of a collection or a vault, you know, our collection, our library of music, and uh, so being sort of Spanish for library or yeah, it actually works in a in a few different yeah, European languages. languages. Yeah. So it's we, the same root uh, of the word for library, but it has a bit of a you know. Has a bit of an electronic uh, <laughs> Europe feel to it, and the okay. letters look really neat font. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. All right, now this uh, CD was released on the Boomtang label, and um, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about that. I, I read um, some of the highlights, and one says we were called Canada's top black label by UK's Blues and Soul magazine back in the early 90s. Not bad for a bunch of white guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, well, in the beginning of uh, our career, uh, we started putting 12 inches out in, in England, in London. And uh, that got us uh, the attention of some people over there, and it got us... Uh, um, when we discovered Charlene Smith, we we did a record with her in 1994. She was the first artist that we uh, that we signed to the Boomtang label and and developed and and produced an album with, uh, which was very successful in the UK and went on to be very successful uh, internationally, and uh, in, especially in Japan as well. Um, but it was on the strength of that of, of Charlene's uh, record and the success of that that we got. I think that's what the Blues and Soul write up was. Well, I think Which Sean had come out on. as well. We put Sean over as well, who's also another yeah, rock, and those, rock artist. Yeah, those, and those were both kind of, well, Charlene was more pop R&B, but they were both in the in the R&B soul kind of genre. So I guess the writer for Blues and Soul you know, didn't know that we were uh, uh, of the Caucasian persuasion. <laughs> when, we, got a, we got a kick out of it. So that's, yeah, that's been in our press uh, our press kit ever since. Yeah. Okay. Um, this statement, we've seen the industry thrive, struggle, shrink, adapt, and start to recover, and we're still going strong. What would you attribute your longevity to? Oh, man. Uh, answer that song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, that helped a lot, I can tell you that, Terry. There's nothing like yeah. uh, residuals to get you through a storm. Yep. Write, uh, write a successful novelty song. That's yeah. the best thing you can do. But really, it's about uh, diversification and, and keeping, you know, just keeping uh, a lot of irons and a lot of fires. I mean, we've we've always done that since day one, and that's what's allowed us to to continue. I think because where one thing dries up, another thing starts to flourish. We've we've done a lot more in the TV and film world the last few years as the music, you know, record production was really our, our thing uh, yeah, yeah, until happened. a few years ago, but nobody's got, you know, people don't have budgets to hire producers anymore. Artists either produce themselves or, you know, unless you're talking the upper echelon. So, you know, that, that part of our business is all but gone. So we've had to, you know, and luckily 480 East went from being a side project to being one of our main, you know, one of our main focuses now, which is great that it's been successful as well as being fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's basically about, about uh, you know, keeping diverse. And just, I mean, you know, as you know, Terry, music's used in so many different media and such, and so mm-hmm. that's what we did when the sort of bottom dropped out in 2004. You know, a lot of that, what Rob mentioned, all that sort of usual production work that we were doing in the record industry had suddenly disappeared because there really wasn't much of a record industry anymore. So yeah. you sort of had to move into film and television and into commercial work and uh, uh, indie artists and uh, refocus our efforts on 480 and do more music and get on tour and, and get out there more. So uh, that was sort of how we survived and how we adapted. And I guess, you know, just try to do the best work you can. And just, you know, I, if, I think if you have some, you know, uh, media, uh, modicum of uh, talent, you, you're going to do okay. And I think, you know, we've been able to survive. We're, we have some talent, I think, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. And you guys and, uh, you have won a couple of awards. Go yeah, ahead. We've got a, I'm just saying, you know, another thing, too, is you just associate yourself with really good people, and usually they sort of the good – uh, their their talent rubs off on you sometimes. You know, you were talking about the live show and we, all all the musicians that we played with. You know, it really uh, they've made us look really good, which is great too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, just just changing your uh, aim and 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 doing production in different areas and and working with more and more people. And I think it's it's paid off. So, right. And you've been um, recognized for your work. You won a couple of awards. <clears throat> a Juno Award, a Much Music Video Award, a Canadian yep. Radio Music Award, a Canadian Urban Music Award, and a couple of Canadian Smooth Jazz Awards. So uh, you're doing something right. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's uh, and, a bit of, and all those awards are for different stuff. I mean, it's some, some is pop, some is dance, some is obviously the 480 stuff. and uh, So, you know, we've got our irons in a few fires. It's not about the awards, though, Terry. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get to another song, and then after this song, I want to talk to you about your film and television work. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Double Down. Double Down oh, is yeah. the next song. Tell me about this one. I love that one. Well, it was off the On Root record, which is one of our faves, and uh, I don't know, it had kind of, I guess you're in a spy kind of mood or something. As, as we often are. <laughs> yeah, just um, mm. uh, like again, we were talking about how we do our music, and that one was kind of again a, a lot of playing around with uh, I don't know, like uh, different samples of uh, just uh, like the technology. Terry is crazy now with the stuff you can do with one note or one chord, or and you can just 
And, you're, and it's not with any particular plan in mind. It's just playing with sort of soundscapes. Sort of. I guess maybe that's some of the, the, the television work rubbing off on us or something where you've, you've got to come up with an idea that sort of encompasses some sort of musical idea in 30 seconds, you know what I mean? Or a mood. Mm. So we're thinking of smaller time frames as opposed to a pop song kind of thing. So maybe that, uh, the, and we were starting to do a lot of that work at the time this record was done, so maybe that's uh, uh, part of the influence there. But that, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know. Let's play the music, Terry. <laughs> I love the song anyway. Okay, That's one of my this, favorites. Is the, this is Double I'm, Down. Uh, <laughs>
Double Down from 480 East Biblioteca CD. You can find that on their website, 480East.com. If you would like to call in with a question or a comment for the guys, the phone number is 646-716-5485. All right, so Rob, tell us a little bit about your television and film work, and will we recognize, um, you know, do we know any of the shows that you guys have worked with? Uh, there's a couple that... Uh I mean, it that, that have done well in the states. Yeah, one one of the shows we worked on for uh, I think six seasons was a show called Income Property. It's, we do it's mainly oh, yeah. uh, a house of, fixer up lifestyle show, you know? kind of stuff. Yeah, yes. so Income Property yeah. did really well. We did the music and uh, and post production mixing for that show. And the theme. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, another one that we're just working on the second season of. Uh, is a show called Boundless, which is airing on the Esquire Network, I believe, which is about a couple of a couple of Canadian guys who travel around the world doing extreme uh, adventure races. So, you know, <laughs> exciting stuff, but uh, it pays the bills. And we just got that network here. I'm in Las Vegas, um, and we just got that maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, um, well, it's it's a new yeah. one. It used to be G G1 or G4. What was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a different and it and it just uh, it changed over to Esquire. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, another another project that we've been working on over the last uh, year or so is a, a documentary, feature-length documentary, uh, called uh, what's it called? It's, it's called, called Misunderstood: uh, The Cookie Gilchrist Story. Cookie Ooh. Gilchrist was a he was a big uh, football player back in the '60s and '70s. Yeah. And uh, this documentary has been made by uh, by his son Scott. And it's a really interesting, really interesting story. And we did the, 
all the scoring and the mixing for this uh, for that movie, and it actually just won yeah, best well, best foreign film at the what was it? Uh, I think it was best foreign doc at the uh, Sports Film Festival. I think it was called. Yeah, you know anyway, the one in Vegas. It's, it's doing the uh, the film festival circuit right now. But, okay. Uh, Really proud of that piece of work. It's a, it's a, it's a good story for anyone who who's interested in in football, or sports in general. But it's not just a sports story. It's a it's a civil rights story. It's a, it's good. Cookie Gilchrist. Mm, okay. All right. Good. Good. Um, now we have interviewed a couple of artists that you guys have worked with: Michael Dunstan and Jack Prilbilski. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah, yeah I like the Soul Revolution. That's really nice. I like that. Thanks. And yeah. that's, you know, uh, that's sort of the thing we were trying to do with Sean and all that sort of thing. Trying to, And again, Mike is somebody we, re- we released in the UK first. And sort of it's it's all that kind of influence. So when you mentioned Ronnie's passing in the beginning of the show, it sort of it sort of ties all into our influence. And, our, you know, we've we spent a lot of time. At least we used to go every couple, uh, at least a couple times a year to the UK uh, in, the, in, the, in the early to late 90s, you know, all through that period. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. So um, I read on your website too uh, that you're working on a live CD. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Actually, okay. as we speak. That's right. When we called, we're right in the middle of it. So we're just choosing, you know, the ones we want to use and the ones we'd rather not use. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shows. I think we had. Uh, uh, what do we have? Twelve shows to choose from. Yeah. Just mm. uh, we. Uh, there's one engineer that we work with a fair bit named uh, Neil Newman. That's his name, right? That's right. And uh, he, uh, when he uh, does live sound for us, he also ru- uh, runs a, a digital uh, audio setup, and he records everything multitrack. So he had an archive of shows. He does that for all his artists, and he just keeps them on hard drives. So we called him up and said, can you send us all the 480 shows <laughs> you have? So he, we wow. sent him down, and he loaded it up and sent back, I think, five or six different concerts that he had on file. So the last week or so, we've been listening through and, and uh, shortlisting tunes, and it looks like we're going to be uh, we're going to be taking tunes from three different shows: one from okay. 2000, one from 2012, and one from 2013. So over the last three years, yeah. And we're probably I think we've narrowed it down to I think 15 tracks. So it's a, it's going to be a good, you know, it'll be like going to a you know a good long 40 East concert. There you go. Okay. And on your blog, you were asking for name suggestions. So have you come up with a name? We have not yet. We're still taking suggestions. There was the idea okay. of maybe calling it One Night Only, but that you know ties into a track we did on a previous record. So I don't know. I, I, we're going to leave it open for the... I want to call it Three Nights Only, but Tony doesn't like that. That's too weird. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Where, where are you guys performing next? We're going to be in Dubai. Ooh. Yeah, a month from uh, a month from now, a month from today. In fact, we're going to be. What, what is the date? In we're going to be sweating, and uh, we're going to be in Dubai. We're going to go from minus twenty-three degree, uh, degree weather here in Toronto to forty degree forty degree weather Celsius in Dubai. So, mm-hmm. but it's going to be fun. We're doing the Dubai Jazz Fest. So after that, we're going to be doing a little uh, mini winter tour uh, in March. We're yep. going to be playing in Boston. We're going to be playing in Reading, Pennsylvania. Uh, and then out to the West Coast, we're going to play Spagatini's in L.A. We're going to play Yoshi's, Yoshi's in, in San Francisco. Francisco. And, and then, Soil Dove in Denver. Yeah, so That's Dove what we end with. And then wrap it up. That's the 21st, I think, is that show. So, okay. as always, we, we post all our upcoming dates on the website. So uh, 
those dates should all be there, and any anything else that we're booking uh, heading into the summer will be posted on our website as well. So people can always check that out there. Yeah. All right. Which is always cool. Okay. Well, I um, I appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity to speak with you. Um, I am going to close the show with the French Kiss mix. I don't dare try to say the uh, <laughs> the original title of that because I I know I won't get that right. So, um, uh, but, I, but you can do it. come on. The translate the translation is I think of you. So you can call yeah. it that. I think of you. Oh, is that what it is? I think of you. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Well. Tell me about the female vocalist on this song. <laughs> well, that's a good story, actually. Uh, I was we were working on that album and that track specifically, and uh, we it was just singing, an instrumental, right? As all, as all the tunes were, and it just it had it kind that of, vibe. Yeah, it was we, calling for some sort of it had a sexiness to it that sort of called for a whispering French girl. Uh, like it, 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 there was a certain kind of sexiness <laughs> that only a whispering French girl can provide. So Terry, I know you're thinking, you know, guys, right? But don't you like, you know, whispering French men? Wouldn't that be sexy too? You know? I don't yeah. know. So anyway, that was our twisted minds at work. And, so uh, at, at the time, we uh, this was in the studio back on Richmond Street, 480 East. And we had a tenant upstairs, a good friend, Ian McPherson, DJ Ian, was upstairs, and he was working with, um, a Canadian band called The Watchmen. The Watchmen, right. And I so went the, up there. The lead singer was over doing some work upstairs. Yeah, he just wrote down. I right in there, and I said, uh, sorry, they were on break or something. I said, listen, guys, uh, I, do you know any French girls? Like, I mean, it was kind of a, one of those, you know, everyone sort of stops, what? And uh, I said I was looking for somebody who could, who could look for a French girl who could whisper on yeah. the track. So Danny pipes up and says, well, I've got a, an au pair, which is a live-in nanny uh, right now. Who's a, a you know twenty young twenty something yeah, girl yeah. from Paris from who Paris, does, doesn't right. speak English very well and she you know uh, let me see if she'll do it. <laughs> she came in wow. and she was adorable. She was so embarrassed. Like she, she did a wonderful job, but she never did yes, anything. Yes, she did. You know, we we basically you know are, we all learn French in Canada right in school, so we had a basic idea of some phrases we wanted her to say. But we told her basically the gist of what we wanted her to do. And then just put her in the booth and played the track and made her ad lib and and uh, she did great. Yeah, and all that sort of the gigglies and stuff. It's all that natural sort of awkwardness on the that I liked. It worked out really well. So yeah. there you go. That's the it. story behind that. Okay, and pronounce this title for me. Je pense à toi. Je pense à toi. All right, I'm going to close the show with that. Thank you again, Rob and Tony, uh, for the opportunity. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Our pleasure, Thank Terry. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank you. All right. That was Rob and Tony. They are 480 East. The CD is called Biblioteca. You can find it on their website, 480East.com. Follow them on Twitter at 480East and on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I am your host, the Jazz Queen, and you have been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. This is Jay Pence, Jay Pence Atois. <laughs> I know I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Have- Thank you. Have a good evening. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.
you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website 
TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.